Let us pray that God the Holy Ghost would come in great power this day, that the good news of our salvation in Jesus may be proclaimed and received. Glory to God who has given us salvation in his Son, Jesus Christ. Glory to God forever and ever. Amen. Please be seated. Blessings to you on this All Saints Sunday. It's good to be back with you, although the group of us who went to represent this particular church family within our greater diocesan family were gone for less than a week. It seemed as though we were gone for several weeks, and so it's good to be home and to be among you on this special feast day. On December 20th of each year, our family, Christine and myself, Sarah and Rebecca, we celebrate a special feast we call Gotcha Day. Gotcha Day is the day that we celebrate when God blessed our family with our little girl, Rebecca. It's the day when our family became whole because little Rebecca came home to us on that day. And so each year on December 20th, we celebrate that day, Gotcha Day. And it's a day for the whole family, not just Rebecca, but for all of us because we are all rejoicing in the gift of family. Now, I know it's much easier to complain about family than it is to rejoice in family. Please raise your hand if you've never complained about any member of your family. Now, I'm not going to look, but whoever raised your hand, you're lying. (laughs) But family is a gift. And just as we celebrate Gotcha Day, so God calls the church on this great feast together to celebrate the gift of family, the family of God. This is the day that God calls Gotcha Day because he celebrates all those who have come to him in his son, Jesus Christ, and he rejoices And the whole church of heaven and earth rejoices in the gift of the family of God. And just as your family has crazy Aunt Mary and nutty cousin Lou, so the family of God is made up of a whole bunch of strange people. And yet we rejoice anyway because we have something in common. We're all strange. We're all a bit odd. And yet, God loves us. If you're not sure that we're odd, think about our church family, which represents the church family around the world. You have me. I'm a little odd. You have Deacon Bruce, who almost fell down a flight of stairs on his way down to proclaim the gospel. 
For amusement on the vestry, we have our warden, Diana. And during sermons, there's always a net. But we're a family, and we rejoice on this day. Today we rejoice concerning the gift of the family of God. Not only in this church, but in our diocese. Some of us were just blessed to gather with representatives of our diocesan family. And our bishop warned us that even though we would all be happy to finally get home, there would be a certain letdown. Because when we're with our diocesan family, we are reminded that we belong to something bigger. Something that transcends geography and boundaries and politics. We belong to something bigger. But not only the diocesan family, but the family of our province. We had a representative there who represented Archbishop Bob Duncan. And we had bishops from other dioceses of our great family in North America. But we also celebrate the family of God throughout the world. All who bear the name Christian. And not only throughout the world, but of all time, from the calling of Abraham, our father in the covenant, until the second coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, when he comes in glory to judge the living and the dead. This is the family of God. And not only throughout the world and throughout time, but the family of God in heaven and on earth. On All Saints Sunday, we celebrate the family of God. And God celebrates Gotcha Day, which is important. And even though we are important to one another, it's important for us to also know our heritage. Because they are part of our family as well. Rebecca, come here for a second. Come here, sweetie. Okay, I'll come to you. Who's that? Opa. That's Opa? Do you love Opa? Yeah. Yeah, you love Opa. Who's that? Prancer. Prancer. That, that, that was my dog. You know what? She never met Opa. But she talks about him all the time. She never met Prancer, but she talks about him all the time. You know why? Opa's important to her because Opa is my dad. And I wanted her to know him and to know the good things that I knew about my dad. And she knows him, although she never met him. She can look at a picture and recognize Opa. This is like All Saints Day. We celebrate those who perhaps we do, did not know in the flesh, but are part of our family throughout the ages. The Blessed Virgin Mary, St. Joseph, St. John the Baptist, the patron saint of our archdeaconry, 
St. Chad of Litchfield, patron saint of this church family, and all the saints of God, who in their day were the lights of Christ in their generation. We are called to know them and to celebrate them because they are part of our family too. I've met a number of Orthodox, with a big O, Orthodox Christians in my life. And something really kind of cool, when they open up their wallet, they'll have a picture of their mom and dad or husband and wife and their children, but they'll also have a picture of Jesus and an icon of Mary and one of the saint after whom they were named. And in these icons are in with all the pictures of their family because they are members of the family too. And this is what we celebrate today, the family of God throughout all time, in every age, in heaven and on earth, and throughout the world. We celebrate the saints. Now, who are saints? When we think of saints, we think of great men and women who lived particularly holy lives. The only problem with that definition is that for the most part, it's not true. Many of them did not live very holy lives. They were fallen and broken and sinful just as we are. They weren't necessarily great men and great women. They were ordinary men and women like we are. So what makes them saints? Yes, they are fallen and broken and sinful. And sometimes the saints were even hypocritical. I've said this before, but when people say to you, I don't go to church because there's only a bunch of hypocrites there, say to them, whom do you expect to find in church? The hypocrites, the sinful, the broken. Just the other day, I was getting off a plane. It was last night, wasn't it? And and I had said to the flight attendant, why don't you come to church? Because she was stationed in this area. She said, no, I I don't go to church. And so when I was getting off the plane... I went up to her and I said, here's my card for when you change your mind because God's already working in your heart. Otherwise, you wouldn't have had even started the conversation. I didn't have to walk across the room to her because she walked across the room to me. She started it. <laughs> so I gave her the card and she said, I can't believe my hand isn't, isn't on fire right now just by holding your card. And I said, if God burned all sinners, I'd be a friar. That's what she said. But as I was walking away, I saw her putting the card in a little side pocket that she had. You see, these are the opportunities. God provided us another opportunity just the other day. We were trying to get to the ferry 
for the five o'clock ferry, and we missed it literally by about two minutes. So I said to the, the woman at the gate, where should we go? And she told us, well, you know, go down into Sydney on Vancouver Island here and you'll find some great restaurants and some fish and chips and, you know, with vinegar. And uh, so we turned around and we got lost and we made our way and we never made it to the restaurant that she uh, told us to go to because God drew me into another restaurant. I was driving by it and something just drew me right to this restaurant. The word pub. <laughs> so we turned in and we went into the pub for dinner. And a young woman named Kim was our waitress. And as Kim was serving us, I said, Kim, may I ask you a question? And she said, yes. And I said, you know, we're... Now, we're from the States, and down in the States, we are rapidly moving towards a post-Christian culture where it's not that people don't go to church often, it's that they've never have been exposed to church before. And I, so I have a question for you. And she said, yes. And I said, do you know Jesus? And she said, I know who he is. And so I said, okay, so, but you weren't raised in the church? No, no. I said, you, you know, and I stole this from Deacon Bruce, I said, you know he's not a famous baseball player, right? And she said, yeah, I kind of know that. And so we, we went on. And I later gave Kim my card, and I said to her, Kim, do you promise me that you will look up our website in Massachusetts, if I mention you in the sermon this week and listen to the sermon, and if you promise this, I will leave you a very big tip. <laughs> to which Kim said, I will do it. <laughs> and so greetings, Kim, from Massachusetts. Everyone say hello to Kim. Oh, God bless her. But you know what? Kim is important to God. He wants to be able to celebrate Gotcha Day with Kim. He wants Kim to know his love. He wants Kim to know him as her father. He wants Kim to know that she's forgiven. He wants Kim to know that he can't imagine eternity without her. And then she told us, that even though she hadn't had much exposure, that there was a friend once upon a time who invited her to church camp, and so she's kind of wondered a little bit about it since then. Do you see what God was doing? We missed that ferry because God didn't want us to get on that ferry. That word pub stood out for more than the obvious reasons. Because God had something for the four of us to do that day. He wanted us to go and talk to a young woman whom he loves so much 
that he sent his only begotten son for her. Dan Morris, myself, Deacon Bruce, and Deacon Dwight are not great men. We're sinful men. We're broken men. We are sometimes hypocritical men. But we are persons who, despite all that, do allow God to pick us up, dust us off, and use us any way he can to his on- and desires to his honor and glory. And we try to let him become a little bigger every day so that we can become just a little bit smaller. Because the world doesn't need more Michael McKinnon. Kim didn't need Father Michael McKinnon. The world and Kim need Jesus Christ. And so on this great day, let us commit ourselves to stepping out for Jesus, walking across the room, making him known, whether it's by greeting a stranger who comes into the church, whether it's by reaching out to someone who isn't here today to see if they're okay, or whether you're in a pub in Sydney on Vancouver Island. Because God's family isn't whole yet. There's so many that he desires to be part of his family, to know his love, to know his forgiveness. There's so many people who are hurting, who need his healing, who are broken, who need him to wrap his arm around them. So many who are crippled that need him to walk beside them and help them make it. So many that are in bondage to sin who have accepted that way of life, who don't need to. They could actually walk in freedom. And so on this Stewardship Sunday, I have some questions for us that perhaps I've never been more serious about in asking. Do you really believe that Jesus Christ is Lord? If you do, say, I do. do. Then share that with some Kim of your own. Someone who needs to know that God loves her, too. Let us be a church that is primarily about walking across the room and making Jesus known. Because if he's Lord, he's Lord over our comfort zones, too. And he will sometimes ask us to step out of that comfort zone. So today, we celebrate Gotcha Day. The day when God got us all. No matter where we came from, he simply rejoices that we're part of the family. And we also celebrate the family throughout time and in heaven and earth. And just as Rebecca knows Opa. So we are called to remember and to know those who have been the examples of Christ in their own generations. 
although broken and sinful like we are, they're heroes of the faith because they allowed God to become bigger and themselves to become smaller. Yeah, we're fallen, broken, sinful. We're sometimes hypocritical. We sometimes hurt one another. We sometimes need to grant forgiveness, and we sometimes need to ask for forgiveness. But what makes a saint is that despite all of that, we say, Lord, I'm yours today. As broken as I am, use me to your honor and glory. The only difference in being a saint is, a, is allowing yourself to be used to his honor and glory. As broken as you are, as sinful as you are, God desires to use you. He loves you. He loves you. He knows you're hurting. He knows you're struggling. He knows your sins. He knows your brokenness. He knows the secrets that no one else knows. And you know what? He still loves you. And he doesn't want to judge you. He wants to heal you. He wants to forgive you. He wants to wrap his arms around you and say, welcome home. So make him known. Let's commit ourselves as a church family on this day, All Saints Day, to filling this church so that others may know the love we know, the forgiveness we know, the truth we know. Just walk across the room. Just walk across the room. And he'll do the rest. Amen.